We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. A U D A C Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W E E I. He's out. They have called strike three. Wow. This is mayhem. Oh. Automatic strike three called with the bases loaded in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth. Oh, we're going to get to the Celtics, but we got some folks who want in on the pitch clock. Learning the other part of the rule with the pitch clock for you was a a big learning experience for a lot of people over the weekend. Red Sox baseball, by the way, on 8.50 a.m. this afternoon. Sox and Twins. And if you are so inclined, you can get the Red Sox at minus 135 on the money line. To the phones we go, Christian. Let's Uh talk to Pauly in Dedham on the pitch clock with Gresham Fourier. What's up, Pauly? Hey, boys. Nice nice to speak with you again. Before I get into my take on the uh, the pitch clock, I want to ask you, Andy. Andy, do you realize that you are sitting next to the best tight end in Patriots history to run the wide pad inside the twenty yard line in the red zone. <laughs> and the closer you got to the the closer you got to the goal line, the better he was. He could take the safety nice. out of his sneakers and get over the top of him and catch the ball inside of a phone book. It was, it was amazing. Well, Remember you're you're the best. From, yeah, Paulie, you're brother, the you, best. You're the best. What do you got on the pitch clock, homie? Because yeah, Gresh no, always. Oh no, I love it. Christian, especially inside the ten or the five. I don't know how the hell you and Brady were able to pull that off. Okay. Touchdown, Brady! You're, add, you're adding. You're adding. Listen, now I don't like you at all because you you, for no reason you added Vrabel's name into the conversation where it no, doesn't belong. Brady, no, Brady, 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 Brady. Brady. No, I was going to add Vrabel. Pulling that off. Okay. You guys had a thing down there inside the 10, man. Oh, we had a thing. I'll never forget that. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, what Al Capone once said, and once infamously said, before he beat a guy's head, brains in the baseball bat, baseball is a game of individual achievement. And each individual pitcher and batter takes a certain amount of time, like Ortiz used to take forever to get in. And he, he was under his, he, his own uh, time clock, the way he felt comfortable getting back in the box and pitching to him the ball. My, I think it's a lot of crap. I think it's nonsense. What I believe is that they should develop quickly. I don't know why they don't have it yet. The 3D technology to go electronic strike zone. That's what they should do. Batters wouldn't be up there trying to squeeze the umpire. 
Pitchers wouldn't be trying to paint so much. They'd be throwing strikes and batters to be up there swinging a bat, and uh, that'll speed up the yeah, game. Yeah, Paulie, I, I hear where you're going with it, and a lot of people are ready for robot umpires and stuff, but I think even just a little bit of the reaction to what we've seen with the pitch clock, the overwhelming majority of fans aren't ready for it. I think if you're a younger fan, it is that, well, what the hell? Technology is a part of every sport. Why wouldn't you just go and do it? This is a shift in the game that I think is digestible for people once they get over it. I am not sure that people are, like, take the umps completely out of it. I'm not so well, sure. Well, I mean, that's coming, too. The, 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 when, the, when the technology becomes just better, like, that is because my thing is, can we just get it right? Mm-hmm. I hate the whole, uh, you know what, the, this guy calls a game differently than this guy, and he sees it this way, and this guy's it was influenced from something the manager said. Just call it. To me, it's really simple. Even there, it's a ball or a strike. Paulie just, just like, thank you for changing the subject. However, the pitch clock, to me, is just the best thing ever. I love it. I love it. And the, the one aspect that, I, that uh, I think most people just thought it was all the pitcher – and didn't think that the uh, you know some of the batters or the catcher were actually you know connected, and and David Ortiz would never. This is why, probably why they waited until David Ortiz was so far gone from the game. You imagine forcing him to get in the batter box. You know how pissed and angry do you think he would be the first time he gets rung up? Like how angry do you think he would be by this the sheer just thought that he should conform to your rules. Oh, I think there... He would have lost it. Yeah, there there would definitely be, or would have been, major pushback. And, you know, look, everybody brings up the the robot umpires and things. They've had that Quest Tech technology around Major League Baseball for what now? At least 10 years, if not 15? And Quest Tech was the whole, well, we can measure the strike zone and da-da-da and all that. I, I that's the one thing I think baseball might be slow to come uh, around. No, to. but you're right. But the numbers are not consistent enough for them to adopt it. And remember last year, last year you had you had pitchers and catchers. You had catchers giving the baseball uh, the 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 pitcher signs uh, electronically. They have a little buzzer oh, yeah, in their that, hat. Yep. And the guy that's never going to work. That worked. The Red Sox did it. All these other teams did it. Nobody wants them to steal signs. That is eventually going to show up. Like, no doubt in my mind with that. Uh, let's go to Mark in Portland on the pitch clock regression. Fourier, Mark, good morning. Hi, guys. Great show as always. What's up? Hey, I, I, I'm with you guys. I watched the Red Sox game this weekend, and I loved the pitch clock, and I had doubts. I, you know, I was not a big fan of the idea, but then when I watched it in action, I really liked it. However, at the end of the game, I hated it because a guy got rung up with the bases loaded in the ninth inning. Doesn't mean it needs to go away. I just think it can be fixed. I don't think we should be calling an automatic strike at the eight-second mark. I think the easy fix would be at the eight-second mark, the pitcher has the freedom to pitch. So if you're not ready, batter, the pitcher is just going to pitch. And um, I think you should have to wait until the eight-second mark for the batter to get ready. But after that, pitch. Because I think what's going to happen during the season is a guy's going to get rung up. He's going to say, I was ready. All right, I say just pitch it at the eight second mark, whether you're not here. You know, that's it. That's interesting. I don't know, Mark, if they would just go hard and fast on that in terms of, hey, here's the number and they could do it. I know some have said, like, you know, now maybe the quick pitch has been taken out of the game because of the pitch clock or whatever. I I, I think they're going to let this rule be the way it is. But what we're dealing with right now are the players that are experiencing it for the first time. 
and everybody is like every batter on Sunday morning got a lesson and a real reminder that you need to be in the box and you're a part of this pace of game as well. No, I, and I still think there there's going to be new strategy that pitchers are going to use. They're just going to adapt. That they'll be fine. Right, they'll adapt the to rule it. and then figure the way around it. Yeah, kind of find thing. a or, loophole. Here's how I'm going to, you know, pressure this guy. This guy is, uh, you know, they're going to have just as much intel and information and how quickly a guy is really alert as opposed to, you know, other guys who like can maybe take their time. And then listen, at eight seconds, you're, I am, I am uh, in my windup at eight seconds. Well, now we're starting to get into when players go into big league parks, it's a little like football. Where in football, quarterbacks will walk in the stadium, and among the first things they would do is find the clock and find the play first clock. First thing you do. And so they know visually where to go. And now, because I don't think Major League Baseball parks are necessarily going to be able to standardize it. I think behind home plate, where they're doing that shot on TV behind the pitcher, I think that'll be okay. But if you're the hitter, you have to know visually where to look, where to go, where to find it. And, oh, by the way, you got to do it in real time where you're walking up to the plate and there might be runners on. And then, oh, boy, you know, what's the uh, – yet? Yeah, so you now have to be – you have to be situationally aware now in Major League Baseball the way you have to in other sports because the clock is ticking. Well, but I also say that, you know, just the sometimes the – even if you go – if I would go to a game, the just the mechanics of the game would – put me to sleep or I would become, even though I want to see what, obviously see what happened. I would just become disinterested from time to time. Are you talking like mound visits? Just no, no, just, just okay. The natural slow throw a pitch. Pitcher gets it, takes his time, walks in a circle, gets up there. Just the whole mechanics of it are so monotonously slow. Sometimes you just become disinterested, subconsciously disinterested. It's just not, it's not like it's not feeding you any sort of endorphins, nothing. Right. But this, so the other thing I saw was obviously people upset because it was too fast. The other thing is I saw people tweeting out that uh, they didn't look at their phone. They couldn't look at their phone. They, you know, in other times you go, you're just like, yeah, let's see what else is going on. No, you got to stay in tuned to what's going on. It, it, it'll be, and someone complaining about they don't want a game to end because of a violation, well, I don't know. I, that's just as dramatic. I was just going to say, it, is the guy getting a single or getting that, struck out? But is that any different than um, a game-ending pass interference call or something like that? Or a hold that takes somebody out of field goal range? Because the hard part of this is there's very little subjectivity to it. In a way, it really isn't in truly in the hands of an umpire because he can always point to the clock. So if the guy who, and again, we just used the example that we saw on Saturday. So if the Braves batter who thought, oh, I'm getting the walk, we just won the game, turns around and was like, no, 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 I was ready. And they say they review or look at it or whatever. We saw in the video that it was like five seconds left on the clock and the guy wasn't, well, he was yeah. just kind of standing there but not really ready to go. So, but you also have, you also have umps that miss it. Like how many times have you seen, how many times have you seen, well, how many times have you seen, like in football, the play clock is that it gets at zero and they don't throw a flag and the quarterback has like an extra second and a half and he gets the playoff. Mm -hmm. Should have been a delay of game. It should have been a penalty. The refs miss it. Everybody misses it. The umps will miss it too. 
they, they'll miss it. They will, like, eight seconds where they should have a violation of the guys are ready, and the manager will say, you're not, why aren't you ringing them up? Like, that's a violation. You just got me in the in the second inning, and now we are in the seventh inning, and you missed it. Would one of the ways potentially around this to be that in the ninth inning you drop the rule? Because there were those online that were saying, hey, maybe this shouldn't be in effect at the end of a game in a ninth inning. See, they're just afraid. Yeah, they're I'm, afraid. I'm with they're you. afraid of it. They don't. They don't like. They don't. They don't want to be victimized because of the rule. That you know, and so they rather rather you know they like they ignore the fact that they could benefit from the rule. Mm-hmm. Like you can stop worrying about being victimized by it. Think about how you can benefit from it. If you're better and more aware than the other team, like that's an asset. You got smart players. You know, you're coaching them well. You're reminding them constantly. Right, that's going to be in your coaching staff, your bench coach, your manager. I mean, the other players on the team. Hey, get hey, listen, stop daydreaming. There's no more daydreaming. Get off your phone. You know, Pablo Sandoval looking at like all these different Instagram models. That guy was a joke. So those guys, they're just not going to have any place for them. Well, uh, a couple of people, uh, a texter sent in the hey, the end of the game usually carries different rules. I think the ninth, the ninth inning should not have a clock. That nine seven eight is working with or is uh, sharing a brain with me. The four one three said the umpires have buzzers on them, and I don't exactly know about all that. I'm not going to sit here and profess to, but I do know this: one of the things that they've really had to work on in the NFL is getting that info down because they would say, oh, well, the the officials have the buzzers on them whenever New York wants to jump in. And doesn't it always feel like the play clock is winding down and they're in formation and then it's blow the whistle and oh, timeout, no, 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 we got buzzed. I always wonder about that in real time that you literally have to have something in a, you know, sensitive part of your body to where you can actually feel the thing buzzing in real time versus just jamming it in your pocket. Well, they just, it does say that the umpires will be given wristbands. Oh, that buzz wristbands. When the clock reaches zero. Okay. I mean, that's... Now, I wonder if... So it, that, well, I... And I so think they do have a wristband. That, but I also think to some of the textures and the Twitcher's points is, you know, the umpire's got to know about the clock, but he also can't miss the pitch. To be able to, and that's where, well, but that's where technology could end up coming into play. And that's where you have the, okay, but then you get into challenges and then you start to to really (laughs) F with things all the way around. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Kind of an inspiration or kind of origin story to what inspired that play call for you? Uh, I stole it from Brad. There you go, folks. If you weren't paying attention, you missed it. Jason Tatum's three on Saturday night that was out of a called timeout. Look at Fourier. that. They do exist. And uh, Joe Mazzula, I stole it from Brad Stevens. And the Celtics got a 110-107 win in Philadelphia. Uh, the uh, the timeout strategy worked out in the Celtics' favor. A really good job done on James Harden. And when you look at the uh, when you look at the box score in this one, you see Marcus Smart, 26 minutes, did not have a great offensive night. Derek White, a good offensive night in 25 minutes. He was plus 25. So those guys were a part of making sure that guys like James Harden and others were uh, at least slowed down a little bit. But Jason Tatum did not have a great overall statistical night for you. No. When it was all said and done, it was, what, 18 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists. But he knew, walking off the bench, that he was knocking down the three to win the game. Oh, no, no. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, coming out that timeout, I told Grant. I said, it's game. I, said, I told him it's game time. We're going home. So I knew it had been a tough night. Um, but, you know, it was a perfect story, right? Tied game, since five seconds left. Haven't been shooting well, you know. Come through for the guys when, you know, needed the most. Mm. Yeah, no, listen, uh, he made the one that mattered. That's all That's all anyone's going to remember. When somebody looks back at this game, they're only going to remember him just like running downhill. Putting on the- Jason Tatum from downtown. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great call. It was a great shot. Um, the fact that he's confiding in Grant Williams, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you, Grant. Listen, I'm just only going to tell you that I'm going to make this shot. Here's the thing. It's like the thing with the Celtics, it just doesn't matter. Like they're they're they have so much depth, and I know that you know Tatum is getting all the credit. They have three different guys that can take. Actually, if you count Al Horford, considering some of the big threes that he's hit in the postseason, I'd even slide Grant Williams to the side. Tatum, Brown, now Brogdon. I mean, think about it. Don't you think there's going to be a point in this postseason? Where the ball's going to end up in Malcolm Brogdon's hands for wouldn't a be final a pro- shot wouldn't be a, wouldn't have a problem with it. I I I agree. I think that's a part of the added depth. You have Tatum, you have Brown, you have Brogdon. Oh, by the way, if need be, you have Al. And if he's out there, Grant Williams has made big shots come playoff time. Yeah. Um. So th- 
it doesn't even matter. So if D. White's having a bad game, Brogdon picks it up. Like if Brogdon's having a bad game, uh, you know, Al will pick it up. Like it just it, it they, they're not affected by Tatum having a bad game. Like other teams, like if their star has a bad game, they're screwed. If their star has to take a break because it needs some air, they're screwed. Like the Celtics just overcome it. Well, and then you could be Milwaukee with no Giannis and have won 14 in a row. <laughs> Not that then he was out that. for all 14. Well, no, he wasn't out for all 14. He's only he's missed. He only missed like two or three games, right? But he's in the middle of it right now. And I know that the Bull, or excuse me, the Bucks. it was either, I think it was yesterday they played. It was either yesterday or Saturday. I can't remember. But I know they got that 14th in a row. And uh, uh, they are now just a half game behind the Celtics. Now, the uh, the Bucks also have a game in hand. They're forty three and seventeen. Celts are forty four and seventeen. So once they even that up, the Bucks might be right there with the Celtics. And you and I talked about this the other day. I don't think it really. You'd love to have home court against the Bucks. There's no doubt. I'm not underselling that. But it only gets the end of the world if you don't get that number one seed. But to me, what the Celtics proved on Saturday in against a team that I don't respect. But against the player I do and Joel Embiid, who was doing everything he could to win the game, including hitting a shot that where, where the time ran out on a 70-footer, the guy had 41 points, 17 of 18 from the free throw line was Joel Embiid. Now, you start to, I mean, you dig in on big men. And, like, for example, I'm not crapping on, on Time Lord, but Robert Williams III, 7 of 7, tremendous efficiency, I don't want him anywhere near the free throw line at any point during the game, let alone at the end of a game. Meanwhile, Philly's got a big that can make some free throws, and they're still out there losing games to teams like the Celtics. But the overall point is, is that the Celtics are now road-hardened. And to me, it is not insurmountable for them to win a Game 7 on the road in an Eastern Conference Finals. This isn't the group that I look at anymore and be like, boy, they got to be at home. I think they're battle-tested. It it doesn't matter where they play a game seven, in my opinion. No, I mean it would kind of suck though if you're if you're basically leading, you know, have the best record in the NBA for most of the year. Call it three quarters at least, right? I know they didn't start off you know with the best record, but for the majority of the season, they've been the best team, and then suddenly, like they don't get home court advantage, like because they they can't finish the job. I I that would be a little kick to the well, ding ding. Well, here's the thing: I, I as you look at it right now, with about 20 games to go, right? It took a 14 game winning streak from yeah. Milwaukee just to get to a half game behind Boston. So I can look at it with a little perspective that it took an unbelievable performance from Milwaukee just to be within shouting distance of that number one seed, and that's still with 20 games to go, and their best players hurt. No, no, you're right. Um, and, I, again, I don't see – if they end up having to, you know, close it out in Milwaukee, I mean, do I do I think it's the end of the world? No, you're right. They're young. Um, they have lots of depth. Um, you know, we'll see what the coaching situation works out. But, no, but ultimately, you just want to – you want everything that comes with you it. You want them I'm to greedy. close it out. I do yeah, want yeah. – I think the Bruins should close it out. I think, uh, the yeah. Celtics, I think they're all capable you know, of closing it out. You know who wants that number one seed? Wick Grossbeck. If I'm paying the tax, give me the most amount of money. Yeah, how many home games can I have? home games I don't even think it will – I mean, I, with the Celtics specifically, I just – I see them, you know, sweeping teams. 
That's what I see. Happen. Well, there's a there's a long way to go because right now it is Miami is the seven, Atlanta is the eight seed, Toronto's the nine, and the Wizards are the ten. That would be your play-in group. Now there are some who think that the Heat will climb out of that group and maybe the Knicks will slide down back in. Celtics will take on the Knicks tonight down at uh, MSG Foyer, and well, it's going to be without Jalen Brown. Now I already had a texter who was all over it saying, oh, my God, is Jalen Brown down because of the fan and what happened in Philadelphia over the weekend? Uh, No. In fact, against the 76ers, Jalen Brown, I just want to get the numbers right here, looking at the old box score. Jalen Brown played 37 minutes, uh, had 26 points on 10 of 21 shooting. So this feels more like a maintenance day. But I want to get your thoughts on this, Fourier, because a lot of people think that Philadelphia, and I'm one of them, city of brotherly hate. They do totally a, fine with it. They, they do, do a good a, job. They do a great job of yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but Jalen Brown took issue with some 76er fans before the game. Here's what JB told Abby Chin. I started talking to you know, one of the fans because it got a little bit excessive where it got a little disrespectful, you know, and stuff like that. Even before the game, it was entering the arena. You know, there's people saying, I hope you tear your ACL, like, you know, and it's just, I understand people care and they love, you know, the team that they cheer for, but I don't think it gets a little excessive at times. What am I supposed to do with that? I'm sitting there and you're talking, what, what do I need that for? What am I supposed to do with that? What, what, what does Jalen Brown want by, by expressing his uh, discomfort, you know, with the how aggressive the fans was like. What does he? What does he want from it? This is pure guess because that's... I haven't been asked that. But that's a good question. It is the people hooted us, people hoot on our fans. Uh, this to me is more of the we as a player unit, as as all the players in the NBA, they're much more vocal about this stuff than they used to be. Remember uh, Westbrook? Oh, don't call me Westbrook. It's disrespectful he to my name to and all that, people. right? My kids. People calling that to my kids. This is the <laughs> this is the we as the players rallying together to be treated away that we're never going to be treated by the fans. That's I, I it's just Pollyanna world and thinking I just heard the fans it. aren't going to hoot him. I was like, what does he care? Why does he? Why does it? Why does it bother him? Because it's a part of the player mindset. It's now. like, it, and I guess it is because, I, and maybe I'm just, you know, play the get off my lawn. I just, I would, I would want to hear a guy, a current player, not give a crap what the fans say. Well, Finn in the Twitch chat, LeBron almost fought a guy for saying he was balding. And that was what, I think like a couple of weeks ago where I, I don't think he fought him, but LeBron like got into it verbally with someone and like, Westbrook has been close in some of those situations. And, hell, look at freaking Shannon Sharp, you know, ripping off his shirt like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, brother, what you going to do? Yeah. And then Steven Adams comes over to say, I'll destroy you. And then what happened? Oh, let me run away. Sorry, Skip. Let me run away. I just just feel like it's – I personally loved and do love, like, the the chaos – and and you know just venom that is in stadiums. I, I love it. I love it. I don't. I don't think of it. To me, it, that's imagination land. It doesn't. It's not even real to me. It's make believe. It's just like these guys. Some of these players, they think they work at you know 
Kmart or whatever. You know, nobody knows about Kmart, but Walgreens or you know Walmart. Or, I went to the Kmart uh, Blue Lights. I used to have. I used to live in Kmart. Yeah. Okay. Or Google. Seven ninety nine. Whatever. Whatever. Some high end. Uh, you know what I would call a real job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we used to talk about. We don't have like, when you get in the real world. That's what the people. Yeah. Play. You didn't hey, have a real job. Once you get in the real world, yeah. you like. Hey, I worked at ESPN. They always used to come to us and say, "You guys aren't in the locker room." Because we were cursing, doing stupid things, stuff that we would do in the locker room that if anyone really saw, like in a real world environment, a real workplace environment, people would be like, what the, this, you can't do that here. This is a corporate culture that we yes. cultivated here in the Four Letter Network. Just, and- they think they're in some corporate shindig, some retreat where like everyone's being respectful. That's not the way it is. And it's never, and I hope it's never that way, Gresh. I hope, I hope people yell, scream. Make fun of you. Talk about your parents. Make fun of your hairline. Yes. Okay, but does the NBA player have a different level of sensitivity to stuff like that because of things like malice in the palace and it's easy to be able to track these dudes, whereas in the NFL, there's a different culture in terms of you know the way the fans are going to react to you it's only once a week. It would take a Herculean effort for a fan to get out on the field. And then, oh, by the way, you're there with a ton of pads on and you can annihilate these people. Whereas maybe the NBA player feels a little more vulnerable. Well, I would say. Or is that just. That it is. An, is it, or is that modern day bullcrap? I know. Well, it is a more intimate setting. It is. Okay. So they're, they could be sitting right next to you. There could be a lot of eye contact. There could be a whole game-long thing where you're trying to get in their head. Maybe you hear it. Here's the other thing. Can you believe they told me they want me to turn my ACL? So what? No, can I ask you a real-world football question? Did you, were you ever, and I, you, you, you played, uh, what was it, 12? 13. 13 glorious years in the NFL. Hundreds of games. Other than walking in a tunnel, when you were on the field, Mm. You never heard what anybody said individually, no, did you? No, that is a good point because the tunnel was the most dangerous place on the field. Yep. Because um, that's when you're the most vulnerable. But we, because we thought things were going to be thrown at us. Right. Put forget your about, oh, forget about, be, put your, put your helmet, helmet on. on. Yeah. Right. Well, and again, we had a helmet, but still, you just knew there were going to be flying objects depending on what city that you were in, what the, what the, uh, if you were like rivals, uh, if they lost, if the guys are just jerks. Like Oakland was always like that, Denver was like that. Um, so, I mean Philly, but I mean well, we just we would just put our helmets on and run right, through and laugh about it, right? And laugh about it. So, but I still just don't think maybe they hear it more, and that's a part of the reason why I'm there's sure they sensitivity. Do. I know, but again, like you're not you're not at a corporate job. Right? People are. What am I not supposed to yell at you? So the people, and that would also say. You're Boston. Nobody gets more heat for their fans <laughs> than Boston. It's true. It's very true. And I true. would say the closest, the the best cop for Boston is Philly. Yep. I used to love playing in Philly. Uh, the other places that are real rough, uh, I would say uh, New York's probably the same. The Knicks, maybe because they suck, and the Brooklyn, they suck, or maybe they're they're sitting on their hands. Who the hell knows? Well, the talk show hosts down there can't even say anything about Jimmy Dolan before he's banning them from sitting court. I don't know. I just feel like it's so silly. As soon as I heard that, I was like, what's what's his angle for letting Abby Chin know that they're being big meanies and they're saying all these nasty things about him? It's a fair what question. does he want? It's a little excessive at times. Like, what did somebody ask you? Hey, 
I heard a lot of people yelling some nasty stuff. Are you doing okay? But to hear that, hey, I'll be a blow on your ACL versus, hey, you insert racial slur here, which unfortunately these – see, I think that is also a part of it as well, is that I think for some NBA players it is the, oh, Jesus, this guy's a step away from going there. And and it automatically – sounds like PTSD. You walk into a building and you know there's going to be some of the same stuff that you would normally hear, right? Like I can't envision what two guys over the course of their careers heard. Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. A, because they had long careers. They were regarded as the best. I can only imagine some of the stuff that those guys have heard over the years. And maybe that's where, and I'm reticent to call them LeBron youth, but you know what I mean. Those guys who grew up with LeBron being the best player, who was putting it on the radar that these people yell things. Then you get guys like Westbrook who take it to the next level. Kevin Durant's a world-class crybaby. Kyrie Irving complains about it. It's only going to be natural for the 25 and 26-year-olds to be like, well, they complained about it, so... I guess I got to bring it to people's attention too. Yeah, something I think of. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess. What am I? Am I? Is this? I feel like this is my hill to die on because workplace environment, like at, at at Odyssey, at wherever you go, wherever you go, every single day, like it's different than the arena. It, it's just different. And if you want to hold, like, should fans throw stuff at you? No. Should they? Should they? Uh, you know, verbally abuse you with racial slurs? Mm-hmm. Of course not. No, but there is like, so if you, but there's a level that you know you're going to hear. I hope you hear it. I mean, I, I guess, wh- I guess, where do you draw the line? What's, is there like a, hey, no ro- racial slurs? Of course not. No. Okay. In any situation. And you'd like to think well, that's police hey, by the crowd as don't, well. Don't, don't, uh, no, uh, don't talk about bodily injury. Don't, uh, don't hope somebody gets hurt. Okay. Right. I won't do that. All right. So can I make fun of them? Can I? Can I? What can I do? You can only boo. Can't say Westbrook. You can't. Right. Uh, uh, these are the list. I, what if you? Well, see, you know what you stumbled on is the players that try to control it. If you're putting it out there and you're letting people know what is going on, that's one thing that you might object to. Even though a lot of people like this are all their eyes and be like, "Come on, toughen up." But it is the you know, it's the it's the constant of it, and it is you're hearing it all the time. And then it feels like you can't get away from it. Have you seen? You've been watching. So March Madness is it's it's close, but a lot of tournaments are going right, uh, oh, going yeah. on right now. And some of these smaller schools, the environment is insanely awesome. Oh yeah, right on top of you, high, highly contested, back and forth. And kids are like almost on the court. Can you imagine what they're saying? Honest to God, you think well, they, because they have eighteen year olds who have no filter, to twenty one yeah. years old. They're saying, and they're, the the athletic director is not rolling around policing every last little student section, right? And they, and God forbid, the fans are probably worse than the students. Oh, the fans are going crazy, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I feel like, and, and I would I, just a piece of advice to Jalen Brown: don't let people know that you're sensitive to this. Don't let them know. That you're this makes you uptight. Too late. I think for him it's too late. I don't think for Tatum. I think Tatum it just I've never kind heard of Tatum the say brush anything about it. It's like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna th- I'm gonna drop a three pointer to end the game, dude. Now what? Well, you know what? And this is the part that it's like argh, you hate saying this about Jalen Brown. This is the Kyrie part of his personality. Oh man. I hate to put it that way, but it's the only way that I can really uh express it 
cleanly enough for everyone to be able to digest. Uh, you are going to digest a lunchtime parlay from us, and we'll clue you in on a little Boston parlay for today as well next. W-E-E-I. Love E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. All right, here we go. On Friday's lunchtime parlay, we went two for two. Mm. I went under in the XFL. And how about the Landman with the uh, Tommy Fury upset over Jake Paul? We're going to get to that and what else happened this weekend. Oh, my God. Uh, Cavs and Heat did not cover. So we went two and two. However, we've got a lot to get to today. Foyer is in on today's lunchtime parlay. It is a four-legger. However, let me just give you this little food for thought because Red Sox game coming up in the uh, 1 o'clock hour on our sister station, uh, 8.50 a.m. You get the Red Sox today minus 135. You get the Celtics minus 3. And if you go Bruins minus 140 on the money line, that three-leg parlay, $10 will win you $46.90. So what I would say is, is depending on whether you bet to win or risk, it's two different thought processes. Fourier, for those who don't know, bet to win would be like if a favorite is minus 195 and you like them, you bet the minus 195 to win the 100 versus the so versus the bet to risk, which would just be betting your $100 unit. You'd only win 50 bucks if it were minus 195. Be that as it may, you throw $25 on that, you're over 100 bucks on your return for a Boston parlay of the Bruins on the money line, the Celtics minus three, and the Sox on the money line as well. So just some food for thought for the old Boston parlay. Now let's get to the lunchtime parlay. And Foyer, why don't you go first? All right, so I'm going to do this again because I'm a glutton for punishment. So oh. I'm, I'm going to get the heater the heater traveling to Philly to, to to take on the 76ers. They just lost a very emotional game. Like They're very distraught. I'm sure they're all uptight. They probably don't even want to try. Oh, and a Heat team that has lost four in a row. You look at their last four games. Like They're just not even showing oh, up. And you're betting that, into a streak again. Yes, I you am betting into a streak eventually. Jesus, you know why? You know why win. the number one betting technique, the, my number one philosophy when uh, it comes to making bets? All right, is what? They're due. The Heat are due. So take the Heat plus six. Oh, I have so much. There you go. You. you know what? That is why, I'm listen, so, Gresh, I, that I'm is gonna, why we're going to make so much money. 
Wait, we we this is going to be the most money Why, we've ever you're made all year. Pulling them out of your ass? No, I've been looking. I did a lot of hardcore digging and research on this one. Oh man! All right, come on. Let's if go. I bought listen. you, a, if I buy you a book, will you read it? I'm not if listen, it's on it's gambling. All, it's all gut and feel, and you know, no. emotional reaction and connection to teams. That's the way I buy. That's the you're, way I roll. You're the kind of better that people <laughs> just say, "I'll oh, go against them." <laughs> Probably because like the, in poker, the public. Oh yeah, it just it t- don't put me at a poker Here, table. All right, fine. Now, hold on, because we'll get the billion turp. Let me give you mine then. All right, I'm going Oklahoma State plus the point and a half. And let's actually go to some of the the metrics and the numbers. Right, depending on where you look, about eighty percent of the money is on Baylor, but yet the line has not moved. It's been frozen at one or one and a half. So when all the public money is on Baylor, which is screaming. Oh, boy, the line should move because the money's going there. No, there's a reason the line hasn't moved. It's because the guys who are viewed as the Sharps are going to ride Oklahoma State in a little bit of a contrarian view. So sometimes the line move, even though there is a healthy amount of bets going one way, can tell you what the books really think. Because if you followed the money that was coming in on Baylor, you would think it would be Oklahoma State plus two and a half and it might move a little bit. It hasn't. Because the books are like, okay, the smarts who we really have to worry about are on the other side of this. That's all. And again, you just learned about the betting well, percentages guess, and reverse uh, line movements. I guess we'll see like what that. happens tomorrow. You might be right. I guess we'll I might see. be wrong. We will see. Billy Lanny, what do you have, friend? Bruins are going for their seventh win in a row in Edmonton. So give me the Bruins on the puck line at a goal and a half. To beat the Edmonton Oilers. Hey, a quick nugget on that Bruins streak. What is he? That, that's wrong. No, no, no but I would, uh, uh, I would only go money line. That's just me. However, I think it was uh, uh, Josh Insights on Twitter, the dude who lives around here, uh, who uh, does stuff for Veasan, said that when the Bruins are one fifty or less, because they're such a good team, but when they're the skinny favorite, they're like seven and zero this year. So I can understand. Now, Billy went to the puck line because, a well, juice. well, and Edmonton also gives up almost four goals a game. So, anyway, uh, Terp, what do you got? Celtics at Madison Square Garden tonight taking on the Knicks. Their team total just at 112.5, which seems really low for this team. They've hit that number four out of their last five games, and they've hit it in each game they've played against the Knicks this year. There we go. So. Now, there's a nugget that matters. So, even with Jalen Brown out, that seems really low. I think that's falling into the trap of last game where they only dropped 110. But for whatever whatever reason, they haven't really scored against the 76ers well this year. So, I'm going to go with the team over for the Celtics. All right. So, it's Celtics team over, 112.5. Billy has got the Bruins on the puck line, minus 1.5 to get you plus 180. I'm on Oklahoma State, plus uh, 1.5. Fourier is on the Heat, plus 6 in Philly. Sweet Jesus. Uh, this, uh, this However, is like, please hit, please hit, yeah. please. You're due. Listen, you are due, Miami Heat. You can't say, and then Philly's probably feeling sorry for themselves. So they're going to come out flat. Flat. So get a big lead. Kyle Lowry may play. Maybe. He was questionable yesterday. Looks like he's probably going to play. Just, we got people trying to veto it like we had <laughs> in the old show. No one's allowed to veto no, picks. Oh, no. All right. So your $10 for today's lunchtime parlay will win you 
$181.34. That's a gold mine. It is. It's a, a, a multiple of 18. You want you want to just, you know, you want to win some money or you want to just like, you know. I'm going to say that our guy. Do? I'm going to say that our guy Bears on Twitter will be sending us his uh, alteration. He's of, not uh, allowed to alter the picks. Well, he likes to win real money because he's betting real money. Well, then money, he's not really so he... betting with the show then. Then he should just have his own little betting show no, online he, somewhere. He, he kind of is when he takes our stuff and is like, oh, one or two of these are wrong. Let me either flip it around or alter it. Like, mm, like if our guy bears, that's not a real relationship. No, but if he doesn't like Billy's pick on the puck line, but likes the Bruins on the money line and doesn't want to lay the goal and a half, there's nothing wrong with that. It would, you know, it flip the odds a little bit, but it wouldn't suck all of the life out of a four leg parlay. Mm. Anyway, I think you should commit all the way. All right. Well, there is the Boston parlay. People no can substitutions, well. no alterations, no substitutions, <laughs> no alter. What are, what are we ordering a poo poo platter? <laughs> yeah. No substitutions. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Can't do that. Got to no. keep it the way it is. Cannot do spring rolls. Must have egg rolls. <laughs> All right, yeah. fine. Yeah. At least I'm getting my vegetables. Yeah. In. There you go. Uh, we head to the lunchtime hour of Gresh and Fourier. Celtics and Bruins were in action over the weekend. They're both in action tonight. And Derek White. He got some minutes on Saturday, but are those minutes going to be fleeting? We'll get to that and you on these phones as well. Lunch Hour starts next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.